Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknuggers. It is Monday, December 13th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Those of you expecting to hear the dulcet tones of Dave Biddle, he has been called in on jury duty. In fact, Dave sent me this clip from this morning's proceedings. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. We hope Dave calms down. The show must go on. We have brought in the Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, as a fill-in. Bill, how goes it? Going well this morning, Dan. Just two more days till what, for all intent and purposes, is National Signing Day now. First day of the early signing period. So, uh, And there's a lot to talk about, so let's get started. Will it be the day that crashes the site like it did when Terrell Pryor postponed his announcement? Probably not, but it is still a holiday on the recruiting calendar. We must talk about the exodus. Every program is dealing with the transfer portal, Ohio State's high-profile quarterback of the last 18 months, let's say. Quinn Ewers came from Texas. He's going back to Texas. Bill, could you please put a bow on the Quinn Ewers experience? We hardly knew him. That's uh, that's a good way to say it. as brief as it was, and um, uh, you know, I, it's kind of the way of life now. I think uh, between the transfer portal and the NIL, um, it, it's it's uh, kind of a crazy world of college football, and it's going to be that way. I think for at least a few more years. Uh, I think uh, Quinn Ewers. Uh, would be a poster child for that now. You know, he, he got here and uh, with high expectations, but I don't think anybody, maybe except Quinn, expected those high expectations to happen right away. And before they hardly got started, he's gone. I'm not surprised that he ended up at Texas, but I think it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Um, you know, the, the whole thing with Quinn Ewers and Devin Brown over the next few years, uh, when they were both at the Elite 11, I you know, we've all heard about uh, the people that said Devin Brown was the better quarterback at the Elite 11, um, even though Quinn Ewers had the higher ranking. And now Ohio State has Devin Brown, and, and uh, very happily they do because uh, the quarterback room, at least as it stands right now, is really strong. You've got a Heisman Trophy finalist in C.J. Stroud. You've got, uh, of course, Kyle McCord, who 
was Ryan Day's handpicked guy. And now you've got Devin Brown, and it's an outstanding quarterback room moving forward. And to watch what happens with Ewers and Devin Brown over the next few years, I think it's truly going to be interesting. And it would be anything, at least uh, to me, but a surprise if Devin Brown turns out to be a great quarterback and maybe the better of the two. It was certainly uh, one for the history books, but just kind of a silly experience overall. He came here, got a truck, and left. Anyway, a couple other guys are also on the way out, Ryan Watts and Craig Young. My guess is the staff was a little more perturbed about those. What do you make of that exodus? Before we move on, one other thing I want to uh, mention about you is, you know, we've long said that, um, you know, Mark Pantone and the staff, if they lose someone, they get somebody just as good or better. And that certainly uh, is looking like it's the case with Quinn Ewers. You know, he leaves and Devin Brown comes in and, you know, you, you get somebody just as good or better, it appears. And uh, kudos to Corey Dennis and Ryan Day. You know, Corey Dennis is, is uh, uh, certainly showing that he can bring in along with Ryan Day and Mark Antoni, great, great quarterbacks to this program. So um, just another case of where Ohio State replaces somebody who, with another great player. But, uh, you know, getting back to your last question, the Ryan Watts and, and Craig Young departures, you know, not surprising. You know, we had been hearing rumblings of, of those two uh, exiting the program. It's Again, it's just the way of life. You're not going to get away, so to speak, without someone leaving in this day and age when you've got so much talent. Guys want to play and they, you know, look for a greener pasture, so to speak. I think in High State's case, you know, there's not going to be a huge exodus. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's to High State's credit. So I think it's, it's just the way it is with Ryan Watts and Craig Young leaving. We've talked about how this is uncharted waters in terms of the portal. I think what I'm going to do is just wait till the dust settles and see how it comes out in the end. I think there's bound to be chaotic times, but let's look at everybody's roster when this craziness is over with. And my guess is Ohio State will still be very, very close to the top. Let's talk about two guys that we want to be part of the fold, but are apparently deciding between two spots. The first Defensive lineman Hero Canoe. We all thought he was Columbus bound. Then Lincoln Riley decided to move west. The German via California is considering the Trojans. What do you think is the latest and how do you think this is going to turn out and when? Well, I still have Hero Canoe, Crystal Ball to Ohio State. Um, yeah, I think that uh, the only thing that maybe could have changed that was uh, perhaps what has happened, that being Lincoln Riley being hired at USC. Um, you know, having said that, I still like Ohio State's chances here. Um, you know, I've talked to Hero probably more than any of the top remaining Ohio State targets on the board. I've gotten to know him really, really well. I know he likes Ohio State a lot. I know he's impressed with uh, what can be done as far as development at Ohio State. And uh, I just think that um, Ohio State is still in a good position. It, it, we'll see, though. You know, he, he is planning to 
make his announcement at the All-American Bowl in Texas, which is in early January. But he's going to sign uh, with somebody during the early signing period. Now, what I always think when that happens is good luck with that plan, because as we know, in this day and age, things just get out. So, you know, we'll, we'll see if it, it can be kept secret for that long. He certainly is hoping that it will so he can make his announcement um, come January. But again, I, I, I still like Ohio State's chances in that battle. All right, Bill. Carson Hensman is an offensive lineman from the state of Wisconsin. He is deciding between Ohio State and Wisconsin. I will not believe a Wisconsin offensive lineman will come to Ohio State over the Badgers unless someone tells me his dad attended Ohio State, his mom attended Ohio State or something like that, or Wisconsin just doesn't want him. What's the deal with Hensman? Well, Wisconsin definitely wants Hensman. He he is an outstanding offensive lineman. And, you know, a lot of people have talked about Ohio State needs uh, true interior offensive linemen um, rather than moving tackles to guards, that type of thing. And and Hensman would really, really fit that description. I think he's going to be, has a chance to be a great uh, guard in college. Uh, You know, so I think he would really be a great addition to this class and, uh, you know, I agree with you. I, I've been doing this a long time, and I don't recall an offensive lineman that the Badgers have wanted signing with Ohio State. In fact, I don't know that I could uh, re- recall anybody uh, that Wisconsin's really wanted signing with Ohio State. So, yeah, I, I hear you when you say that you got to see it to believe it. And, you know, maybe that's the case. But in this case, I can tell you that there is a, a lot of uh, angst or a lot of uh, discussion, a lot of um, consideration for Ohio State in this battle among the family. You know, there, there are family members that really, really like Ohio State. Uh, there are some that would really like Carson to stay closer to home. And right now, I don't know which way this one's going to go. Um, and I think that's the problem. I don't think Carson knows which way it's going to go just yet. He's been torn between the two, and it could go all the way up until February. He may not make a decision in the next day or two. It may continue on. And right now, I just think uh, it, it, it's a toss of the coin on this one. It would be a major coup for the Buckeyes to land him. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about Bill's crystal ball picks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. Bill, in the last week, you have rolled four crystal balls for the Buckeyes. We're going to take them in order first. Let's do the transfer portal one. Oklahoma tight end Austin Stogner, and he visited. You've been on it. Give us the latest. Well, he did visit, made an official visit to Ohio. State uh, on Saturday, Sunday. Um, I, I was told it went really well. Um, he was there into the afternoon on his official visit to Ohio State. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Ohio State's chances in this one. Um, he 
is not planning to announce or make his final decision and announce uh, until sometime this week, possibly next week. My gut feeling right now is he'll probably get it done this week, um, but it could go into next week. Um, he and his family feel like they can't go wrong with any of the three schools he is considering. Uh, he made an official visit to South Carolina, and that did go very well. Um, he made one to Iowa State. He made one to Ohio State. Um, yeah, I think the, the trump card the Buckeyes have is that I think, you know, he realizes that uh, if he wants to win a national championship, Ohio State easily is the, the, the choice there. You know, I, I don't think, um, uh, and I'm not trying to be uh, hard on the, those other programs, but they're not really, um, you know, programs that you think are going to win a national championship. And, and he has been at a program that has a chance to win a national championship at Oklahoma. You know, Kevin Wilson's done a, a great job of recruiting him. And uh, I have my crystal ball on Stogner to Ohio State. We'll see. All right, I'm going to give you the floor here. Your last three crystal balls have been for defensive linemen. We're going to take them one by one. Please do Amari Abor, Caden Curry, and Amari Washington. Well, let's do the, um, the the young guy first, so to speak. Amari Washington out of Arizona. He's from the same high school as Keon Grays, who will be signing with Ohio State on Wednesday. And... Um, Ohio State was the school that Amari Washington really wanted an offer from. Uh, that offer came when the Buckeyes visited him um, in the past uh, couple weeks. They visited on the same day. They visited Keon Grays and Amari Washington. And I, I like I just like Ohio State's chances. I think that uh, he really would like to go to Ohio State. I think it's, you know – probably going to be a little while before he decides he's only a 2023 guy, but Ohio state uh, is looking for those run stopping, you know, defensive tackles uh, that can dominate the interior. And I like him as that kind of guy for Ohio state. Um, the next one, um, let's go with Caden Curry. He is going to announce on CBS HQ on Tuesday at three 30 uh, Eastern time. It's down to Ohio State, Alabama, and Indiana. And I've long felt like the Buckeyes were the leader. And fine, I went ahead and put a crystal ball pick in for him over the weekend. And then Omari Abor. Uh, you know, he, he's a little bit of an enigma. He likes to keep, keep people guessing. Um, he did have a great game uh, this past weekend on Saturday. His team advanced to the state championship game uh, and he had a strip sack uh, touchdown. Yeah, he's a guy that Ohio State uh, has stayed with. You know, some schools have kind of uh, gone in and out on a bore, but not Ohio State. They've stayed with him. And I think in the end, he's going to pick Ohio State. Uh, you know, again, uh, he's a kid that, uh, you know, has kind of changed his mind at different times on different things. And one of the things that he's been up in the air with a little bit is, will he sign during the early signing period? Uh, my guess is he will uh, and stick with his plan to wait to announce until, in his case, the Under Armour game. But uh, he's a guy that, again, uh, would be a great addition to the program. 
You are now totally up to speed on Ohio State's attempt to add talent, courtesy of the Dean. We appreciate him stopping by. We really hope Dave Biddle's off jury duty by Wednesday, but we shall see, people. Have a good one, Buckbutters. Producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.